everybody, and welcome back to the Rogue Grounds Podcast. Kyle from Stall Agronomy, and we're coming to you live from, well, a rain delay. Um, we've had a really, really good spring, and uh, it, it doesn't seem like it, um, but it's it's been really good. I've, I've got a lot of guys that have planted fields that they haven't planted in like a year or two. So um, it, it's going pretty good. Middle of May, everything's looking really nice, so... Anyway, we'll get into today's episode, or this week's, or this next couple of weeks episode, whatever we want to call it. Um, and I'm really going to talk about a um, something that is kind of fresh in my mind um, with the uh, the last dance coming out. Uh, some of the comments Michael Jordan's been making. Um, and actually, yesterday we had, uh, well, a couple of days ago we had a, a Purdue. A Purdue basketball player transfer, um, and then that painter came out and had some comments about it. Um, it was it's kind of interesting to uh, to listen to what he had to say. Uh, it, it's very intriguing to kind of see what Michael Jordan's um, kind of thoughts are. Uh, it was a uh, there's a little clip I saw this morning um, where he's talking about how hard he works and. Um, some of the leadership qualities he's got, and uh, you know, he, he, it's interesting to see him talk about it. And at the end of this video, Michael Jordan's kind of like in tears and calls for a break. It's it's powerful stuff. Um, anyway, I, I wanted to call this like "Hag's not a nine to five job," um, you know, and I, I I think that would bring up uh, delusions of people thinking I'm trying to like make it look like I work harder than everybody else. Um, you know, or I'm trying to make it seem like ag is, you know, we work so hard and it's not a 95, it's a, it's a lifestyle. It's not a career. You know, I, I hate those cliches. Um, I'm like Hedley Lamar, um, from placing saddles. I hate that cliche. Um, I think ag works just as hard as a lot of other people. I mean, I, I grew up, um, I grew up on a, a farm, I guess. Um, we had a grain farm till the early uh, early nineties, late eighties, um, and then my dad has a uh, we'll call it a hobby farm. I don't know, we're like forty acres and thirty forty head of Angus cattle. Um, but I grew up as a kid uh, busting busting my ass pretty much all the time. Uh, my dad uh, my dad was kind of a hard guy to know when I was a kid. He's a lot easier to to deal with now. Um, I don't know. He, he kind of got humble in his older age. We'll see it. Uh, but when he was my age, uh, my parents had me when they were 21. So when he was my age, I was a teenager and, uh, yeah, my dad was a, he was a alien. Um, we, uh, yeah, from an early age, pretty much. I mean, once we started getting cows and we actually raised, uh, we had about we had four female labs and two males. So we had a litter of puppies every couple months that I had to, to help with or pretty much take care of, um, we we burned wood all winter, and so my winter project was always splitting wood and cutting trees. And in summer, we built fence lines and built barns. And I mean, we built everything. Uh, my dad was just my dad's a that typical farmer mindset where if he could build it himself, he was going to do it. Um, and he still does that. He's I was talking to him last night, and he's still working really hard. But I was the kid that would go to a party growing up, and. Uh, I'd go to a party, or uh, I really didn't go to a lot of parties, but uh, when I'd go out and hang out with people, and I'd I, uh, I'd be like, hey, you know, I'll spend the night, but I, I gotta be out of here by like six tomorrow morning, and 
you know, we up till like two in the morning and guys are like, well, what the heck's wrong with you? I'm like, I got to go home. I got to feed cows. And if I don't, my dad's going to kick my ass. And, uh, that was pretty much my upbringing. Um, I worked seven days a week pretty much from, you know, I'd be up at five 30, uh, before school feeding cows. And when I was a little kid or up until like I could drive, our, our school bus showed up at like six fifteen. So yeah, I had to be up at like five feeding cows and then, then I'd come home and feed cows or I'd, I'd do I uh, run cross country and play golf in spring and pretty much, you know, I'd, I'd go to practice, go to a, whatever we were doing and come home, feed cows and, and take care of dogs and, and split wood and, and, you know, it just, it never ended, but pretty much the way that my childhood was, I had fun, you know, I, it wasn't a terrible childhood uh, by any stretch of imagination, but I, I worked my butt off, um, pretty much all the time. Um, my dad, <laughs> I went to school. I, my joke is I went to school and my dad bought a skid steer and then he bought a manure spreader and a tractor and then he bought a bigger lawnmower and a, a brush hog and so basically my dad replaced me with equipment. So I, uh, I told my dad I'm worth about $50,000 to him. <laughs> so, but anyway, um, so that was, that was my upbringing a little bit. And then I went to, uh, went to school and, uh, I worked four jobs at one point. Um, I would work, um, I would work, uh, nights in, uh, in running, uh, I was a referee and then an NRL supervisor at at our co-rec and then my um my day job was uh, working in the weed science lab and then uh, on the weekends and in the mornings uh, during the week i would work in the dining hall and then weekends and uh, especially holidays uh, i was a uh, an assistant that worked in the greenhouses um at, at uh, in the botany department at purdue so I pretty much was always working or, or doing something uh, along with my schoolwork. And then in the summers, uh, I worked as an intern or a uh, field scout. I worked as a field scout for two years for Pioneer. Um, once we hit June, I worked seven days a week, pretty much from the middle of June till the end of July. Um, and then we'd be scouting for like uh, corn borer and stuff like that. But I pretty much had worked my butt off all summer, worked my butt off all year. Um, and then I went to, uh, went to work for Cargill one summer, uh, as an agronomist intern. And, uh, yeah, we walked fields, it rain or shine. We were walking fields. I, I mean, pretty much I had rain gear and muck boots and I was walking fields and mud and we still scouted them. Um, I try not to do that as much anymore, but back then, I mean, they had a lot of acres. We had to cover a lot of stuff. So, yeah, we were we were walking fields, rain or shine. Uh, did the same thing at Pioneer. Um, you know, it, it didn't really matter. You know, it'd be eighty degrees and pouring rain. We were walking fields, sweating our butt off, wearing rain suits. Um, and I kind of got a little bit less uh, when I went to work for FS as a, a seed sales intern. It was kind of a little bit of a different pace. Um, it was kind of hard to not have overtime. <laughs> um, they wouldn't like it if I worked overtime. So, but then. Um, after school, uh, I moved up to Wisconsin and, and I got a job working in, uh, in retail and, um, my manager that worked in retail, you know, I got interviewed on Saturday and I was like, Oh, you know, 
it was kind of weird we did it on Saturday, but I was still in school, so it made sense. Um, then I was talking to him, and he's like, oh, yeah, we're, we're spreading fertilizer, and we're doing all this stuff today, and I'm going to go see a guy after this. And I was like, oh, so that's what I'm going to be getting myself into. Um, and then once I got there, you know, I my boss, my direct supervisor uh, that I worked at with at, at FS, um, he just recently retired, but that guy would work seven days a week, pretty much almost all year. That guy just worked his butt off. Um, I worked with a lot of really hardworking people. And it, it's funny when I, when I came in at, uh, retail, the, uh, the applicators would be riding my butt if I wasn't there at like five o'clock in the morning. Cause they, if they had to wait on maps, they were pissed. So I, I literally got my butt rode by the applicators. Uh, we gotta get going. We gotta get stuff done. Um, you know, I worked really hard. You know, I, I learned how to drive, you know, I never driven freaking semi or, or straight truck. And, um, I did that when I was there. I uh, never driven a sprayer before. Had to learn how to drive a sprayer. Um, you want that sweet corn patch sprayed for one of your customers that it would take me four hours to clean out my big sprayer with. Here's a pickup sprayer. Go learn how to do it. You know, that's, that's kind of how my upbringing in ag retail was. And it's kind of the same way, you know, my dad grew up and, so the way that I was raised was, you know, if I'm telling you to do something, don't expect me to not be able to do it and, and be full willing to actually help you with it. And, and that's kind of what geared me through my retail career is I was always the guy that was willing to, uh, to do everything I told the other guys to do. And it, um, it got me some places, but the funny thing is, and I'm watching like the, the Michael Jordan documentary and, uh, well, not Michael Jordan, but the Bulls the last dance and Jordan's talking about how he's writing people um, because he wanted to be successful, but he said, you know, I'll never do, you know, I'm not going to rip you a new one and then tell you, I want you to do something that I wouldn't do. Um, and then when I'm talking or watching the Matt Painter stuff and um, Matt Painter's talking about how, uh, how there's kids that are transferring because they want to be in the NBA. And he's pretty much like, hey, some of these kids just aren't good enough to be in the NBA. And he goes, I, at one point, I think he said, I averaged eight points and I sat on the freaking bench and, you know, I didn't have any thoughts that I was going to go to the NBA. And, you know, it's just talking about kids that have an adversity and, and not wanting to deal with it. it. It's too easy for you to transfer out of school. And, you know, and it, it's, it's kind of how I guess I treated people sometimes. Um, and I still do. Um, I'm not going to say I'm the hardest working guy in agriculture. <laughs> that's, that's probably not me. Um, but I'm definitely, if there's something to be done, we're, we're going to get it done. It didn't matter what time of day it is. Um, yeah, I, it's not uncommon for me to get home, leave in the dark, get home in the dark. And this is my job. It's not, I don't I hate that like lifestyle thing. Oh, the egg's a lifestyle. Yeah, whatever. I mean, there, there are other jobs I could do that are, that are just as much. Um, yeah, I have other opportunities I could have taken when I was in school, but I didn't, but you know, we, uh, we work really hard, but I mean, I work hard cause I like it and I, I'm a competitive guy. I mean, I grew up, my dad and I, we still do, we, you know, we turn out compete who, who does what. And that was like the other day I was hauling 64,000 pounds, dad. Well, I got a truck that, you know, I mean, we just, my wife knows we're, we're a really competitive family. That's just the way we are. Uh, we always kind of try to one up the other guy and kind of go out of our way to do it if we can. <laughs> and that's, that's the way we are. Um, I'll get back on topic. Uh, so anyway, I'm, I'm listening to the Jordan talk, uh, listening to Painter talk, 
and, and thinking about um, how I how I treat some people. And I, I've got I've had some people that said I'm pretty rough to know. Um, and when I worked in retail, I, I had some people that probably didn't like me too much. Um, and I'll tell you now, um, they're not in ag retail anymore. Uh, those guys are women uh, in some cases. Um, they're, uh, uh, they, they, they washed out. Um, and it wasn't my fault. That's uh, not cause I was mean to them or anything. Um, I mean, you can just tell sometimes when there's, there's some people that are, that are unwilling to, uh, to put in the time or the work. Um, we had one kid come in one year and he wanted to play in a golf league. I'm like, you can't play in a golf league, man. I'm like middle of spring. No, you, you can't do that. He did anyway. Um, yeah, he's not there anymore. And, um, I had, uh, I had a lot of people that are looking at the end game. Uh, they want to be in management, right? You know, I, I got a lot of guys that they want to do sales and they're really good at sales. Uh, they could sell a popsicle to a, a woman in white gloves or catch a popsicle to a woman in white gloves. I think that's how that cliche goes, but there, there's a lot of people that are, are good at that, um, but they don't want to learn the agronomy part. Uh, they just want to get enough sales and, and get some recognition and, and move up in the world. And um, yeah, I'm, I might be kind of rough on those guys. Um, I don't know. I mean, my my thing is, you know, I could be I could be an average guy sitting in an office somewhere. I could be the best agronomist in my area and and work with the same people and, and work my butt off. And, uh, and be a happy person. Um, and a customer asked me when I'm going to start hiring employees to scout fields for me. And I was like, no, that's never going to happen. And he's like, well, you know, we got some friends that bought their own, had their own business. And, um, you know, they got so big and so fast that they, they had to hire employees. But then the quality went down. And I was like, well, my whole point isn't ever to be, um, a huge guy. I don't want to have 20 employees running around. I don't even have five employees running around. Um, if I have to hire somebody to help me, uh, put it in a plot or something because I can't do something myself, that's fine. Um, but my, my, my whole career and, you know, when I was a kid, I wanted, I wanted a money, a bunch of money. I wanted to be famous. You know, everybody has that kind of dream when you're a kid. Um, I also want to be a farmer and I want to be an Air Force pilot. And I want all this stuff, but, um, I'd say about eight, nine years ago, I kind of realized, um, as long as I'm happy with what I'm doing, you know, I'm a, I'm living very comfortably. Um, I don't need the rest of that. And I don't need to be sitting in an office all day. Um, you know, if I ever had an office job that I would love, um, yeah, maybe. But um, my place is right here, right where I'm at. Um, I'm very happy uh, currently, at least. <laughs> but, um, I mean, it's just, to me, it's been that is kind of my driver thing. You know, I, I think you can be comfortable where you're at and you can like where you're at. Um, but I think if you're going to do a job, you're going to do it, do it well. You know, that's, that's the whole thing. And then I always had a lot of people we had to, uh, to coach up, we'll just say, um, yeah, I, I work with a manager that would rip us a new one about not working hard enough and, you know, or doing enough sales, and I'm like, all right, well, we can meet with this guy on Saturday. Ooh, I can't do it on Saturday. I got a fishing tournament. It's like, what the? F-? And then, you know, we middle of spring, we'd be like, oh, we could put a plot in this weekend. Uh, oh, I can't do it. I, I got to move. I moved every spring 
literally every spring, I had a manager that moved every May. Um, three years, he moved every May for three years. And he, he blamed it on uh, the fact that he had moved in May once and, and every year's lease is up on me. Yeah, so a very convenient excuse every year that, that uh, he had to move in May. Um, you know, and, and that was the same person who called my, uh, my integrity and, and stuff into question a little bit. And I'm just like, mm, um, <laughs> we'll, we'll go past that one. Um, I had, uh, I wouldn't say very recently, but this has happened to me. Um, we were talking about something, uh, I was talking about something with somebody and somebody, uh, said something about, am I a farmer or a seed salesperson? And, uh, I didn't like that comment and <laughs> he might be listening to this. This would be funny. Um, it was, it's just funny because I, I really hate when people question, uh, question my, uh, work ethic, I guess. And, um, or where my, uh, where my goals or my intentions are. I mean, my intentions are always hopefully the way that they want to be or they should be, but I have my own idea or ideas. And, uh, anyway, same person. We were, uh, we were talking about this and, uh, we were, I had something that I needed from him and, uh, I get a phone call and they're like, all right, he goes, Oh, I, I gotta do this. And I, I gotta spray, uh, spray some soybeans and, uh, I gotta do this and do that and do some tillage. And, and I said, Oh, you can't do it because you're, because you're a farmer. <laughs> and he's like, Oh fuck. <laughs> and I said, well, are you a farmer or a or a seed salesperson. And, uh, yeah, I think he got the message. And yeah, I mean, I hate, I hate when guys, um, when guys can't back it up. Um, yeah, I always tell my guys, you know, if you're in the field, I'm in the field. That, that's my, my quote. Um, that's, that's my, uh, that's kind of my motto. That's what I, I stick to. And I've been saying that for years and, you know, I, I worked at the co-op and nobody ever came home without the lights on. You know, we, I was always there or the manager was always there and I made sure, you know, it wasn't my job, but somebody was always going to be there. And those guys are working for me. If, um, if I'm telling them to do something, I'm going to work just as hard as they are and I'm going to work the same hours they are. I'm not going to let those guys just be running around with nobody around to help them. So that was kind of my thing. And, you know, that's, it's, it's funny. I, I, I'm not gonna sit here and just top myself up a whole bunch. I mean, I work just as hard as any other farmer, uh, any other person doing this job. I, I really hope. Um, I know people that don't. Uh, I know people that do treat it kind of like a nine to five job. Um, you know, I work with somebody that had to pick up their kids at three o'clock every day. Um, this is not recent. This is a few years ago. Um, he was in management, and he he always you know we'd see him at about seven thirty eight o'clock in the morning, middle of spring. Uh, three o'clock goes, rolls around, you know, he'd be like, Oh, I gotta go look at some fields or something. Yeah. And uh, that's what he wasn't doing. He was, uh, I'd be, uh, on the Eastern edge of my, my area that I worked in and yep, here he comes driving by going to pick up his kids at, at three, three thirty, And you know, yeah, he'd come back, but this is the same guy that when I went to work for this company, uh, told me that, Oh, we don't work on Sundays. I'm like, oh, what? I'm like, if there's work to be done, we're working on Sunday. No, we don't work on Sundays. You know, we, we, we try not to. I mean, maybe in like 10 years, I only work three Sundays. And I'm like, the hell company is this? That, that, that scared me right off the bat. Um, 
And then, yeah, I mean, there's been some times with that company, but it, it's changed. The, the mindset's really changed. Like I said before, you know, I had applicators right in my butt about getting stuff done. And, and now they're kissing the applicators butt to try to get them to do stuff. And it's, it's changed. Um, I know, yeah, like I'm not that old. I'm nowhere near old. Uh, I do have gray hair. Uh, actually, quite a bit of it. I'm getting getting pretty salt and pepper. That's why I wear hats all the time. Um, but yeah, I'm not that old. But things have changed in agriculture. Um, you know, there, there's a lot of people that have realized that you know construction jobs maybe pay more. They don't have the weird hours sometimes, and yeah, it's it's kind of getting to where um, it's just different. You know, there's stuff to be done. You know, my grandpa always told me, don't put off tomorrow what you can do today or get done today. And honestly, that pops in my head about five o'clock every day when I'm like, oh, what am I doing? Why, should, why am I doing this? And he's just, his thing was always like, don't put off today what you, or tomorrow what you can do today. And it's the same thing when we combine, you know, we, we days where you're just like, oh, I'm tired. I don't like doing this. I don't want to keep doing this. And then things kind of suck, you know. This spring has been, has been terrible. <laughs> okay, it's been a good spring for most farmers, but um, yeah, I'm not gonna go into exact details. Uh, my my life changed um, pretty significantly about three four weeks ago, and it resulted in me taking on a, a much higher workload and more responsibility um, that I thought I wasn't going to have to take on. Um, I kind of didn't really want to do this, um, but then kind of to the point where I had to help somebody out and, and I, I, I stepped up and I, I've always done that in my career. Um, I, I, I've had people quit in the middle of spring, which still boggles my freaking mind. Um, I would never do that ever. Um, to me, that's, that's a dick move, especially if you're a farm kid and you, you quit in the middle of spring, um, whatever company you're working for. It's just a total dick move. Um, but, yeah, I, <laughs> we're, we're droning. All right, anyway, I'm the hardest working guy in agriculture. I'm just joking. Uh, no, it's it's just things have changed. Things are a little different. Um, but it, it's funny watching Michael Jordan and, and watching Matt Painter talk. Um, talking about commitments and, and, and talking about guys' willingness to to put in the work. You know, we, we did a podcast episode on putting in the work, but... The willingness and an and opportunity to put in the work that to get the job done. And, you know, if you want to achieve something, you work your butt off to get there. Um, you know, owning my own company, the, the buck stops here and the buck only goes here because I'm the only guy to, to, to blame or to talk to. So it's uh, it's a totally different thing for me now. But, you know, I, if you ever talk to somebody that knows me um, and says I'm kind of a rough guy to get to know, um, I would say the first thing you can probably say is, man, you must be a lazy person. <laughs> um, cause that's usually the people that, uh, that really get a lot of crap from me or, or have been the people that I didn't think worked hard enough for me or worked hard enough with me or, or for their customers or, or for anybody. Um, those are the guys I rode and there might be some people that don't like me. Um, but then again, everybody's got those people. So, Kind of realize that at some point in your life that not everybody's going to like you. Um, I had one guy tell me one day, uh, this is the last comment. Well, this is a good quote. We were talking about uh, customers. He goes, well, there's two kinds of customers. 
I was like, oh God, here we go. And he goes, there are two kinds of customers. There's customers I have and ones I'm going to have. And I was like, and that's why you're an arrogant ass. And that's where we're going to end it. That's actually a good ending. And I'll catch you guys next time. Um, once again, I am not the hardest working guy in agriculture. I don't want your forgiveness. I don't want your thankful or thanks. Um, I don't need that stuff. Um, I do what I do because I know I need to. And it's I only do it for me. Um, and that's, that's why I do what I do. So, yeah, we're going to end it there. Hopefully uh, the rest of summer looks really well. And I'll catch you guys next time.